And so, um, family, we have some special guests with us this morning. And um, in case you missed it or need a reminder, uh, our mission here at Graceway is to love. Our mission is to love God, share his love with people. And, and we believe that as we share the love of Jesus Christ with people, lives are going to be transformed. And that happens through this process of, yes, sharing his love and the process of discipleship. We've been talking about being disciples this year. What does it mean to be a disciple? You guys may remember we've been trying to rehearse it every week. Being a disciple has kind of four pillars. Ditto, D-I-T-O, the acronym, right? Being a disciple involves making a decision to follow Christ. Being a, uh, a disciple involves being immersed in the community of Christians around you, not isolated. Discipleship doesn't happen in isolation, but in community. Discipleship happens by being committed to the teachings of Jesus and by practicing obedience. And so I'm excited this morning because we have a group here from Teen Challenge Rhode Island that there are not many groups of people that do discipleship as well as effectively as they do. We're going to hear some of the awesome stories of what they have seen and done uh, for the kingdom of God. So Brittany and family, why don't you guys come on forward. Thank you for being here today. Right back to the person I was before I was on it. 
because I didn't have a foundation in Christ. I didn't believe in anything. When I came to the end of all ends, see, I'm, I'm an assistant director at this program, one of three, which is a God-appointed and anointed position for me. Amen. He qualified as the unqualified. That's, That's what he's done for me. Amen. I stand here because I relate with all of these women on a level that far surpasses even my understanding. Because that's what we aim to do is be in that relationship. God called us to be in a relationship with him, but he doesn't just leave us to isolate, which is just the common theme here. Um, so Teen Challenge was the vessel that God used to change my life. I was incarcerated uh, after I gave my whole entire house and everything in it to the dealer when I could no longer afford. Um, and he had a family to take care of, and mine was taken. So... In that, I found myself in and out of jail. It wasn't like nice cushy rehab anymore. It was jail. I didn't really like that too much. And uh, I went to a chapel service not seeking Jesus, not because I cared enough to go find him. I was drug seeking. And when they when I was there, they played that movie, Passion of the Christ. You've seen that. And I'm crying. I'm like, why do I care? What is wrong with me? Why am I crying about Jesus? And I walk back to myself, okay, God, Jesus, I don't know why the two of you
We do offer life counsel, uh, life coaching in the fifth phase. Oh, loud enough to. <laughs> <laughs> loud enough to echo up these two. I can hear myself. So we do offer life coaching in the fifth phase with the certified life coach. So it's at the end of the program where you need to write a resume, you need to do a budgeting tip, you need to like learn regular life skills, and that's what she's there to do. We're in the transition of finding counseling. We usually offer clinical counseling with a clinical counselor. Um, please be prayerful with us about that because we um, don't have a consistent one right now, and it's a need. It's a great need. Um, we are Jesus is the almighty healer and physician, but we do need someone to help us process some things along the way. So um, we are approved to build a woman and children's home. So we're waiting for that blessing. Prayerful with us too on that because that's five women and up to ten children. Wow. On with the women's house, obviously two separate homes. Hopefully, so just be prayerful with that um, coming to fruition as His promises yes. are true. Yes. Um, we do have the product table in the front. I don't know if you guys saw it. Everything is handmade over there. It's created from. Every every uh, New England New Jersey Teen Challenge, the men's home, they hand make the cutting boards. They like hand make them, sand them. They put those ribbons on them, and they do all that. We, the women's home, makes the jewelry, the cutting, uh, the cutting, the cookbooks are actually. Uh, I think Charles had his hand in that, so th those are really good too. So we don't want to go home with any more cutting boards. We're tired of carrying them. So you guys, please just you know take them. Let's go. Well, while you bless us. We bless you. <laughs> um, the 5K. So the 5K happens every year. This is our fifth annual 5K. And what that is, is our director, she had lost her son in an unfortunate chain of events to an accidental overdose. He was a very esteemed, prestiged lawyer. So addiction doesn't discriminate against who you are, where you come from, and what you do. So. Um, she has kept this in memory of her legacy to help her also with her grieving process. And uh, she actually recently lost her husband this year as well too. So it is still for her son, but now we have multiple reasons to run or walk, participate in a kid's dash. There's a sign-up sheet in the front where you don't have to necessarily pay today, but you can just sign up and we can call you and just give you some more information if you're interested. It is May 7th on a Saturday at Roger Williams Park in Providence. You can create a team support the cause. I made a team of Lives and Legacy because I've lost so many and so I aim to just let anybody in on that team. If you want to come on my team, it's open. Um, and lastly, how many of you guys love us, right? You love us, right? So you can go to Facebook page, like us there, and this way you can stay in touch with all we're doing, what we're doing when these ladies phase, when it's their birthday, uh, holidays, um, any good news, anything fun. They have like random trips to, I think this week they're going to go to see a movie. They don't know which one yet. And out to dinner. So we do take a lot of photos. My director loves photos. And that's what we do. Um, so you guys can just see what we do and how much we sew into these women every single day. My heart is extremely blessed by each one of these women standing up here. I work in admissions solely, and I have the privilege to speak to them over the phone before they even get here. So God gave me the privilege to see their trans their transformation, their transformation through this entire process, and to be there every step of the way, because that's a privilege. 
to see God's glory just yeah. beautifully exhibited like that through somebody else's life. So, anyways, now for the best part, which is them. Hi, my name is Christine. I'm 51 years old. Fifty-one years old, I've been on Teen Challenge for four months. Um, God has rescued me from the addiction of alcohol, cocaine, depression, anxiety, and cigarettes. Amen. 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 <laughs> um, the verse that I stand on is Psalm 17:7. Um, show me your unfailing love in wonderful ways. By your mighty power, you rescue those who seek refuge from their enemies. And the reason why I stand on that verse is because I am living proof that he does rescue those who seek refuge from their enemies and that he does show his unfailing love because if he didn't love me, I wouldn't be standing here. Um, all I have to say is that there is power in the name of Jesus and I plan to stay the course. Going to the doctor, too, I 
got my test results back, you know, from doing blood work. Liver function is completely fine and normal. And that is not modern medicine. That is the work of God in me. Um, this is such an amazing program. These women behind me, they are so amazing. Such a great support system staff. They're amazing. Um, I, it's just been such a great experience. I mean, it's hard. It is hard. Um, but if it wasn't hard, it wouldn't work, right? It's, I can't say enough. Bridget, she's, <laughs> she's such a light. She's been so good to me. Um, I just, I was at the end of myself, and I knew that it was, it was time for God. And today, I can stand before you. The song, or scripture that I stand on is Psalm 119, 49 and 50. Remember your word to your servant, for you have given me hope. My comfort in my suffering is this. Your promise preserves my life. Because when I was lying there, moments away from death, he picked me up. He got me out of it. He, he did his work in me, and now I can stand proudly before you today to say that I'm truly changing through the work of God. Thank
challenge for two months now. I've been rescued from addiction and incarceration. The verse that I stand on is Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you shall go. Thank you. Amen. Good morning. My name is Jennifer. I'm 45 years old. I have seven children. I've been at Team Challenge for four months and one day. God rescued me from um, mental health issues, alcoholism, drug use, suicidal tendencies, relationship difficulties that all stemmed from childhood trauma. Mm. The verse I stand on today is um, Psalm 91. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, whom is your refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no evil, no plague come near your tent. Thank you. Amen. Morgan. I'm 26 years old. I've been a teen challenge for five and a half months now, and God has rescued me from methamphetamine addiction, heroin addiction, crack cocaine addiction, alcoholism, and mental health issues. He's really working on mental health issues with me right now, and it's, it's so freeing. Like, I can't even believe the work that he's done in my life today. Um, so, my addiction all stemmed from, stemmed from childhood trauma and um, from mental illness. Um, I struggled with mental illness since I was about three years old, as far as I could remember. And I would do anything to try and numb those feelings that I felt. And I couldn't escape them, no matter what I did. And so when I was about you know, 15, I ended up in an abusive relationship because I really didn't know how to cope with myself or with any of the things that I have been through. And so um, that led me to um, trying alcohol for the first time. And from there, my addiction was just spiraling out of control. And um, I learned alcoholism from my, my family. Um, it, it just, he, my dad showed me that, you know, that, that's how you cope with feelings. So, um, what really led me to Teen Challenge was I landed in yet again another abusive relationship and I had no other way to turn, no, nowhere to go. I ended up on the street escaping from that relationship and addicted to meth and heroin at the time. And I didn't know where else to turn. I had tried 34 different secular programs. I had some successes for a little while, but I didn't know God. And I didn't know where to turn to at anymore. So um, I called my mom and um, I, I asked her what I should do because all the other programs didn't work. I didn't know where else to turn. And so she said, yet again, why don't you go to Teen Challenge? Which she's recommended it for a couple of years. So I was like, I have nothing else to lose but to just go to God. I, I just need to go to God. That's all I have left. And I had a little glimpse of God in my life before. I'd gone to church, but not the work that he does in Teen Challenge. Um, so when I walked in the doors, I, I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was Christ involved, but I didn't know anything really about the program. And what God has really done in my life is completely amazing. I am starting the restoration with my son, 
He's three years old now, and I got to spend his birthday with him. I got to go out on pass and spend some time with him about a couple weeks ago, and it was just amazing, like just being able to be present with my family and really reconnect with my parents in a way that I've never been able to before because I'm in a sane mind now. And so God is really restoring my mind and my emotions. I'm able to be stable throughout every day. And, and when I do get emotions that arise, I'm able to handle them appropriately. And it's just, I'm so grateful. And the verse that I stand on is uh, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I stand on that verse because I lived in denial for so long that I couldn't do anything. I was so fearful. I carried fear so, for so long. And now I can just go with strength and dignity and grace.
everybody. My name is Naomi. I'm 44 years old. I've been at Teen Challenge um, for two months now. Uh, I love Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I get excited when I sing and, and I can glorify him. Like my, my body goes into a spirit mode and I can just praise him and glorify him. Um, because he's done so much for me. You know, um, and I'm grateful. Because I, there was a time where I walked with God and then I walked away from God. You know, so God has allowed with his love and his grace and his faithfulness to his promises of who he wants me to be for him. That's right. That he brought me back right. to my home. He rescued me from homelessness, from fentanyl addiction, heroin addiction. Um, he rescued me from myself, in all honesty. You know, and now all I want to do is be with him. And, and do for him. And bring glory to his kingdom. Yes. And so the verse that I, uh, scripture that I stand on is Psalms 16.2. I say to you, Lord my God, you are my Lord. For there is nothing apart from you that is good. Amen. Amen. Jesus to do it for me, 
I know sooner as I prayed that God began closing all those doors to that lifestyle and began opening the doors that led me to Teen Challenge. That first door, ironically, was actually jail. And I know to most people that sounds like a bad situation, but God will use a bad situation and turn it for his good. Because had I not gone to jail, I would have never been introduced to the judge who actually um, had recommended me to this program. So because of that, I was led to Teen Challenge. And since coming to Teen Challenge, God has already done so much um, in my life. He's restored the relationship between me and my father. I've had two passes so far, and each pass, I've seen my father on the pass, and he uh, picks me up and drops me off back at the home. He also came to the Christmas party and everything. And then my mother and I, we have a much better relationship than we ever have had. Um, God has softened her heart. Now she does give me affirmations. Now she does tell me she loves me, and she's proud of me, and she misses me. So I'm grateful for that. And just in the program itself, God has just done so much towards obedience um, and just structure and just teaching me what it means to live in Christ. So I no longer have to be in chains of the past. I no longer have to be bounded by the lies spoken over to me. I know that I can live in truth of who God sees me, of who I am. So I don't need positive affirmations from people of the world. I only need to know that I'm his daughter. And because of him, I can be grateful for who I am. I can look in the mirror and be happy for what I see because when I look, now I see Jesus. Because he says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And um, the biggest thing that he's doing is teaching me to form my foundation on him. Because as long as Jesus is my foundation and my rock, no matter what storms come, no matter how hard the winds blow, it won't tear me down because I have Christ. Which is why the verse that I stand on is Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man that built his house on the rock.
So you cleaned us up inside. You thought we were to die for. Your mercy, Lord. You thought we were to die for. On the road to Calvary. You thought we were to die for. We love you, Lord. You thought we were to die of God which have been set for us from the beginning of the world. And so 
these works are here for us to participate in through his power and through his strength. And so thank you so much, ladies. Um, I do want to encourage you guys. Let's see. If I understood correctly, it's about uh, to keep an individual, to send an individual to the program, it costs about a dollar a day. Is, is, is that correct, Bridget? Um, it's about a dollar a day for to keep someone in the program? Yes. So, so, so do this, guys. Take some time to come visit the table, um, learn a little bit more about it, and let's, let's, let's give generously. Let's contribute to, to the work of God with what he's given to us. We can't do the work that Bridget does, that some of the other administrators and staff do, but we can do our part. So let's, inv let's invest in that, all right? Um, if you haven't gotten your practice for February yet, they're outside the door or at the welcome table, grab your practice. We're going through the book of Ephesians this month. Really awesome stuff on unity and maturity in the faith. And um, yeah, let's pray. And then we're gonna go eat. We've got a potato bar prepared out back for us. So Lord, thank you. I just thank you for the power that you display and you release within us when we just invite you in. As soon as you have the green light and we invite you in, you come in and you overcome these things that we don't have the power to stand against. We just don't. And so, Lord, I pray that you would continue to let that power come in and invade every area of our hearts, Lord. See, because sometimes, sometimes we see these areas of our lives and, and hearts that are just, they're just exposed. Everybody can see these areas. Man, God really needs to work on that person. And that's easy for us all to look at. You can't hide it because it's on the outside. It's superficial. But Lord, we all have those areas in our hearts that need to be addressed, Lord. And I pray that just because it's in our heart and it doesn't always show externally, that we would not be comfortable with it sitting there. But we invite your Holy Spirit into our hearts and into our minds where it is unhealthy and unwell and out of alignment with your, with your character. Holy Spirit, overwhelm these things, we pray, and remove these things from our hearts and minds in completion of what you have set in place to conform us to the likeness of Jesus Christ. Oh, we love you today. I'm grateful in your holy name. We pray. Amen. 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 Love your family. Let's go enjoy some fellowship and some food.